When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Black Friday is around the corner. People waking up early to fight large crowds. And for what? To save $20, $40, maybe even $100? Here is another way you could spend your Black Friday. Sleep in. Then go to the Canopy Group's web- website at thecanopygroup.com and request a quote on your home and auto insurance. No long lines, no tug of war with merchandise, only better insurance coverage at an average savings of over $800 annually. Then take your $800 savings and have your own Black Friday, maybe the following Wednesday. That'd be good. This savings will continue every year as the Canopy Group's 40 professionals shop your coverage with their 16 companies. Canopy saves you money year in and year out. Imagine the great gifts you can buy with $800. Go to thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best coverage for the best price in the comfort of your own home. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's <laughs> painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick, we never doubted them, right? Zim, Cousins, never a doubt in our minds this team had uh, playoff potential. Not when they took the two-minute break and everybody thought Cousins had thrown an interception and then they came back and told us he hadn't. That was uh, that was probably... Uh, has anybody's uh, local image been transformed uh, during a commercial break before? Because... Uh, the whole narrative today was going to be, or after the game, was going to be Cousins can't do it down the stretch, man. <laughs> Through that interception, that was terrible. Get rid of him, and now he's better than Rodgers. So uh, that's, a, that's a quick uh, transformation for him. I did think it was pretty clear, though, that, that the Packers' uh, safety had not held on to the football. So like mm-hmm. that, that, to me, was not a close, high man, he might have caught it. I thought, no, he, he lost it. Uh, I, I wonder. I, I thought he might have had it on the way down. I, I don't know. The, the, the original call was interception, right? Yep. 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 So. Yeah, I think they said he did not, as the cliche now goes, survive the ground. <laughs> yes, survive. He did the not ground. survive the ground. Shane Hockley, who uh, is, uh, I find to be one of the most despicable men in American sports, top 10 easy, uh, he... Uh, he uh, got in on it, and I'm, 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 you know, the inner, the guy dropped the ball, so that's his problem. There was no reason to, right? He had it in his hand. Yeah. Oh, he could have got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no reason. No, to. No, there's no great. I thought the uh, the uh, if I'm a Packer fan, I'm calling in drunk to the post game show about the drive in which they uh, called the uh, phony roughing penalty and the 33 yard pass interference that uh, gave uh, the Vikings a touchdown. See, now, I thought that the Packer, uh, the Packers lineman hit uh, Cousins in the face mask, which is you got to pull up. That, that's the thing. Like, why don't they coach these guys? The second that ball starts to come out, the most you should do is bear hug the quarterback. I, I've never on. Un- they drive through these guys. They're going to throw a flag. And this, I mean, this crew loves to throw flags. We talked about oh, that. Yeah, they're, they're Eight crazy. of them against the Packers. They're crazy. Only three against the Vikings. So you are. I just, uh, you know, my whole theory is. Uh, my whole theory is that uh, you shouldn't call a foul. You shouldn't call a penalty when in doubt. And Sean Hockley's whole theory oh, yeah. is you should throw a penalty when in that flag in the doubt. He learned from yes. his old man. Yes, he did. As I said before, he walks into the arena, looks at sixty thousand people, and says, "Look at all the people came to see me today." Yep. It to me, it's the only league, really, that has three teams. I said this earlier today. They got they got the the home team, the visiting team, and the officiating team. Mm-hmm. And the officials 
to have never had more influence. I think they have more influence in the outcome of a game than any other sport. In the NFL officials hmm. have. I was watching hmm. something, you know, later last night. I can't even. Which game was it? Chiefs? Or San Diego. Or, uh, Chiefs. The baby. Chargers. I didn't watch and, uh, any of the Steelers. Late, I didn't watch any yeah, of the Yeah, the game. Chiefs were on against. Um, yeah, Chiefs. I was watching the Chiefs. I think there were six Dallas. straight plays with a flag. I don't know who it was. Did you, did you, I want to watch something I where I see something. I yes. saw something. Yes. I want to see. I don't want to have to wait 12 seconds to see if some moron's going to collect, get together with three other guys and decide they, that they that they saw a penalty. It's, uh, I, I, it drives me crazy. But <laughs> you know what? It adds to the discussion of the NFL, which is all they want is conversation. Although this taunting is the dumbassest thing of all time. Did you see the one on the guy from Kansas City? No. The running back that came back, the little guy, uh, three-name, hyphen-name guy. Oh, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. He scored, and he went went like that. As he crossed the end zone, he pointed like me pointing to you. It wasn't like some big defiant point. It was like, hey, penalty. Meanwhile, as you point out, some guy intercepted one, and there was like 28 guys rolling around on the ground in celebration. That's not a yeah, it's they're so stupid. What are you doing? What are you doing? But why is that? Get rid of Rich McKay as the right. head of the. Get rid That's of the some problem. Cena. You know who should be the head of the 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 cornerback. That's now doing TV that I love. The, oh, Aki- Akeem Talib. Uh, he should be the head of the competition committee. Akeem Talib. Nah, that was okay. That's okay. You know, he'll, you know. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Well, they keep empowering the officials with more and more, more rules. And, more and, and so they think, oh, my God, I got to throw flags. Well, I got to call it Tawny. Jeez, I haven't called it Tawny in two weeks. My I question. better call it Tawny. They called it th- this Hockley crew. The opening night, yeah, called it taunting in the first period, even though the guy came over and, and, and somebody said, that didn't look like taunting. And he said, well, let's say it was anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how, they wanted to get one on the books. The Bears guy, you know, who barely walked towards the Steelers' yeah, sideline right. and got a taunting. But what I don't get is this. Okay, so the competition committee is largely a bunch of older, yes. rich guys who get offended. Yes. So why for taunting didn't you say, okay, if you hear these, I don't know, four words, yeah, that's taunting. Yeah. Like, there are words you can't use out there. But this whole thing of, well, you can celebrate as a team, which is taunting, but you can't get up and, you know. But here's the deal. I don't of, all, of, of the taunting generation, how many fights has it cost? Two? There's less fighting. Yeah. There's, there's less no, fighting in the NFL than any league. There's yeah. more fighting in baseball. And basketball. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. There's, there's more. And, you know, because the next play, hockey. you can kick the crap out of your yes. opponent in football. Yeah, That's why they wait. Receivers and cornerbacks were put on this earth to play one on one and then give each other crap. That's what the game is. Correct. You know, that's you, 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 you it's, it's so stupid. Who, who do you think? Beyond the committee, who Jerry Jones or somebody uh, thought that this it was a bad look or some old. I think Zim's on on the committee right now. I think he's part of the well, competition. He couldn't have been part. He couldn't have. Committee. He couldn't have believed in this. He couldn't. He got out. He had to get outvoted. But they just it had keep, to come down. But, you know what? It had to come down from corporate. They got they got the old rich Republicans yeah. so mad at them about Black Lives Matter and everything. And they, one thing they probably heard is, ah, they're just a bunch of guys taunting and screaming at each other. It, it had to come down from corporate because it's it's so stupid. The, pro- it, the problem, has though, nothing to do with is every March, every March, yes. they come up with these new set of rules. I mean, that rule book must be an encyclopedia. The best the NFL ever has been in 25 years was last year in the postseason, as you pointed out. Yeah. And then Pelissero was one guy reporting. Look out now! They're gonna they're gonna put the genie back in the bottle, and they have. It's uh, I think it's worse than it's ever been. Anyway, that said, it was a hell of a football game. It was uh, up and down and uh, lively, and uh, yep. and, and now everybody now 
you got two camps. You can say, oh, the Vikings with some breaks could be eight and two. Or you can say the Vikings could be three and seven, two and eight. Mm-hmm. You know, Detroit game they pulled out, and uh, which they shouldn't have. Uh, but they're exactly where they belong, five and five. That's them. Uh, they yeah. could get better, but this is, yeah. you know, the gods have evened everything out, and they're five and five, and that's what they should be. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question. I know they discovered Jefferson and all that and Thielen and they're throwing the ball more aggressively, but the Packer defense that tied Arizona up in knots and tied the Chiefs up in knots, what happened to that? Have they had a lot of injuries? Or yeah, they, they've had, yes. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they've lost guys, and, I mean, that secondary is just now not a that good. Guys, yeah, they got the one kid who was making plays but getting beat. Uh, yeah, Russell, they're just not that good. Yeah, they were playing good though. But I mean, while. this so so this is the thing about the additional game that makes no sense. Sixteen games is perfect because this is such a war of attrition. Yeah, like like look at the games. Look at how many teams now don't have top players. Yeah, and we oh, added yeah. a game, and, and so so I mean this this literally comes down to partially how many guys by the end do you have who can still yes. play? Yeah, that's true. I've said that all along, but you know. How they let him get away with that? I, I mean, D. Morris Smith's the dumbest guy to ever had a union in sports. No, you, you got to start negotiations by saying we're negotiating for a sixteen-game schedule. Mm-hmm. If you bring up seventeen games, we leave. Yes. We're walking out. You're, you know, you're killing us the way it is, and they're going to get. They'll throw more dollars at these guys, and they'll get eighteen. Oh, I know. Yeah. The, Which is not good for out. the product at all. No, like they, they like it more. They want to go to March, don't they? Uh, yeah, I think I think they want the Super Bowl to fall on last week. Martin Luther King Day is that right? I, or, or before the day before it? President's so, Day, I believe. Yes. So, no, Martin Luther King Day is in January. Yeah, President's Day. Oh, oh okay. President's, yeah. President's Day. President's Day. But then, because then you you would have the Super Bowl played on that Sunday, President's Day on Monday, which is a holiday then, mm-hmm. and that also ties up basically until the combine completely then. Yeah. Well, where when is President's Day? 22nd or 12th? You know what? I, I believe I screwed it up. It's Valentine's Day. It's the Sunday before uh, uh, Valentine's well, Day. Well, that's not a holiday. Uh, President's Day is the 21st, and Valentine's yeah. Day is the 14th, which is the day after the Super Bowl this year. Right. This but, year, but no, in the future, they, they want probably to go want to, to do it on President's Day. President's right. day. That's yes. correct. Yes. yes. And that yeah. creates a built-in it, well, holiday it, it, on Monday. Who gets President's Day off, though? The post Everybody office. will start to now. Yeah, right. Post office. and The well, league really wants this. You know, really, you now get any day off you want. Yeah. You just say, I'm working from home. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a week, you know. Oh, God, that's so true. Uh, it is. <laughs> I'm working from home. See you in a week? <laughs> See you in a month? Yeah. I'm working hard No, from I home. mean, I might not, uh, you know. And if something, uh, oh, God. if you can't track them, somebody down, they're having trouble with their cell phone. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure you are. You're, you're having trouble when you look <laughs> yeah, at it. I turned it off. It. Yeah, right. When you look at it, you don't. Oh, working greatest, remotely. Greatest scam in the history of America, working at home. This is In your drinking days, if you could have just worked from home. Oh, man. Yes. I would have never got anything done. I would have missed. Uh, I would have been like my old friend, Stoney. Stoney, uh, Dan Stone King, the great, late great Stoney, had a, later in life, had a, Firing the bullet problem, you know he was he was getting writer's block. Yep, and his best ever was he called in and told him that he couldn't get in his star column because there was a electricity blackout in Birdsville, wherever he lived. Those things can be checked. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's a bad. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you gotta, you gotta come up. You with work it. with reporters. <laughs> yes, yes. They've got sources. Yes, those things. Uh, can I'm be sorry, checked. sir. There's no electricity. But <laughs> no. There's no electricity problem in Burnsville. <laughs> Although I will say, before uh, th- this was before the time when uh, you know we had Starbucks, so uh, you, you couldn't just say, "Oh, why don't you go to Starbucks and crank that baby out?" So. Yeah, 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 it would be uh, the guys who can't. I'm a procrastinator, but when when you need it, you need it, <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. yeah. You know. Yes. But, uh, yeah, we got, it's still lonely as hell, and I, it's great when I go to the office. I go down, I go in 
twice a week at least. And there's five of us in there, Ripple and I and a couple other guys in the back. You know, it's Lilacs comes in a lot. I get to yeah. talk to Lilacs. He's in there. That's a big that's a big rent check to write for oh, five of you, by the way. It sure is. It sure is. Man alive. But it's it's, uh, you know, as long as we got the Delta variant, uh, that's not going to change. They're not going to be back downtown for a, a year. Yeah. Next summer, maybe. If they, if they Next ever summer, all and then everybody downtown. takes all summer off. Right. So. I was going to say, now we're into the fall. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, it was a uh, fine victory for our boys. They're now sixth, right, in the wild card yes, race? Yes, five and five, but they're they're tied with a bunch of teams, but they right now hold the tiebreaker. And, uh, you know, nine will get you in, no doubt about it. Yes. All they got to do. And they, and they got three of them, two bears and a lion, so they don't have to find many other wins, do they? Mm. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know who looked god-awful yesterday? That Cowboys offensively against the mediocre Chiefs. They were brutal. As Sid said, brutal. crazy league. They were, they, you know, Dak, I wonder if Dak's healthy since he came back because he looked terrible. They looked, they were awful and just stupid mistakes. Just goofy stuff, you know, dropping passes and, uh, uh, Who's got Josh Gordon? Kansas City, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's – I think they threw him five and he dropped the first four. Something like that. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, I didn't one. see – he that. caught I, one, so. I did not see a stitch of that game. Did Odell get the play? I didn't look at the thing. Did Odell play for the Rams or not? I would have to look. I don't know. Or they play tonight, maybe. I don't know. I don't know when they play. I believe they play tonight. The the Rams. The Rams? Yeah. Okay, I get a they? kick out of uh, – He's a receiver. He's been playing for the Browns. And we got it. We don't know if he'll be ready to play. The hell? It's a receiver. You know? Run out there 10 yards, cut to the sideline, I'll throw you the pass. Easiest position to play in the NFL, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you got if you and they got one of their guys hurt, right? One of their uh, yes. the good woods got yes. hurt. So. The Rams actually have a bye this week. Okay. Well, the, well. the Rams and Broncos were both off, and it's going to be the Giants and Buccaneers tonight. And uh, exciting. Oh, the Giants on Monday Night Football. I can't wait to see Joe Judge's 3-6 and six bunch of mutts. I still don't think Daniel Jones stinks, but the well, team around him does stink. Joe Judge is another Belichick oh, guy. Yeah. The man, yeah. they are awful. Never He must sabotage them. No, never hire a Belichick guy. Never, never hire a guy that's working for the smartest guy yeah. in football, because he's just living off the genius of Belichick. Yep. Josh McDaniels might have a chance if he gets hired again, right? Might. He's been around him long enough, and I think he lets him call a lot of plays yep. and stuff. But you don't want to. You don't want to hire somebody who works for a genius. You want to hire the guy who makes somebody a into a genius. Yeah, right. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody's hat has been worth a damn. The guy in Miami is, you know, oh, we lost Brian Flores or whatever his name is. You know, is it Brian, Brian, Brian Flores. Flores? Oh, he was the defensive. Patricia, he was the defensive coordinator for Belichick. Yeah, sure he was. <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, hey, you, pencil neck, the guy with the pencil. I mean, this is what we're doing this week. <laughs> I still can't, though, figure out the Super Bowl that was played here. That has to be the most poorly coached Belichick game of all time, to let Philadelphia go up and down the field like that with mm-hmm. a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. It still amazes me that Philadelphia could win a shootout in, against that team. Well, it helped that they that they cleaned up and changed the catch rule that week. Yes, it did. Yes, That's one of the did. most remarkable things that got discussed, but not discussed nearly no, enough. No, we, yeah, before the Super Bowl, we're going to change the rule. I, I heard uh, uh, Mike, whatever his name is, the re- referee guy, Pereira. Pereira. I always mispronounce his name. Uh, I heard him. Last night, that in the game, it was last night's game. That he, that they just, they saw something on the video screen, and got together and changed the call. Which he said the the somebody grabbing a face mask, mm-hmm. and they changed and they just changed the call, even though you can't do that. <laughs> he said 
you you can't do that. This they, according to our procedures, you cannot review a face mask penalty. And so once you they, throw the flag, it's, well, they didn't call it. They hadn't oh, they, called it. Oh, I got you. Okay, because they but they'd call on sportsman like on the other guy okay. who's some the the referee saw it and forgot basically that the other guy. Had started it by yanking around on the Chiefs guy's face mask, and uh, I think it was that game. And but they just they looked up and the, the whole crowd went nuts when they showed it on the board. Right, and, they and apparently up. the uh, Joe Buck said that they uh, I think it was Joe Buck said they they looked up at the board and saw it, and because hmm. uh, they kept showing it on the board, and they got together and made it offsetting penalties. So. Just do what they want to do, I guess. That's pretty much it. It was right. But uh, anyway, that's uh, the, they, uh, now I have a, I had somebody who I trust for my, his football knowledge. He still thinks three and four. He still thinks they're going to lose one to the bears. I don't think he can. I don't think he can lose one to the bears. I think they're going to face Dalton who they did, who they lost to last year with Dallas, but I think the Bears have... I think the Bears are done. Yeah, they're done. But they know this guy's gone. And yeah. They know Nagy's gone. and you know. Yeah, it doesn't feel... Max, unless I'm wrong here, it doesn't feel like the Bears ordinarily and, and when feel they, as far and as when they, Here's the other thing. You know what another tip-off is? When they start giving season-ending surgery, Matt, you yeah. know, to, yeah, a guy, not, to a guy that could... They'll right. be playing. He tried, Pat. When they start giving, when they start giving out the season-ending surgeries, you know that the, the he knows that the coach is gone, and everybody knows it. It'll, it'll be like the we've never seen anything around here like Les Steckel in '84. Man, they were they were driving around town, to, stopping at street corners, asking guys if they wanted to play. By the last three weeks, they were bailing out on him left and. Everybody who could come up with anything was not playing at the end of that year because football is no fun. Football is really no fun when you're bad. Yes. And football is really terrible when you're bad and you hate the coach or you think he's a moron. Yes. So, so, and I think Chicago has all those things going for it. Right yeah, now. Mac, Mac, what? He stopped playing late October, I think, and yeah. he tried his hardest. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Really give it an effort to come back. Yes, that's that's true. Meanwhile... Right now, what's the Wisconsin Gopher point spread? Do you know? I have not seen it. But I'll see if I can find it. Nebraska and Iowa opened as a pick'em, and Nebraska is now like a four-point favorite. Yeah, how'd that happen? We don't have any respect for the they, Iowa they, offense. They blew out all Frost's offensive coaching staff, right? Yes, it, it's a bunch of guys who yeah. they figured out how they played. They put up twenty eight on the great Wisconsin defense and still managed to get beat. They can lose. His teams have been capable of. They escaped with defeat more than any team of all time. They're one and seven. They're tied with Northwestern. I'm looking at Circa Sports, Badgers at Gophers, minus six and a half for the Badgers. Holy cow, that's high. I'd take the Gophers in that number, wouldn't you? I oh. mean, Wisconsin's playing good, but uh, I I think that Wisconsin, when they came in here and beat them in, uh, in this similar situation in 19, yeah. in 19, was better than this Wisconsin team. They had Jonathan Taylor, and I think the Gophers are that this was that team was better. The 2019 yes. Wisconsin team was much better, and even though they won seven in a row, they were better, and they had better quarterback. This kid's terrible, and the Gophers, I think, this year have better personnel than they had. They just haven't played up to that standard. I mean, they they got all these crusty old. Now they had the great receivers, Tyler right. Johnson and and Bateman, but you know, Morgan hasn't played as well, but the the Gophers are as good as they were two years ago, and Wisconsin isn't. So there's, you can win that game, what, I think. What's our temp supposed to be that day? Are we going to get? Are we going to get the snowish? Oh shucks! No, get no, snow. it's not good then. Yeah, one of the great photos in Star Tribune history of that game two years ago uh, with the uh, Jonathan Taylor kissing the Aaron Levinsky got it. Jonathan Taylor kissing the axe with the snow. The, the, the confirmation of that. 
photo was unbelievable. And I bring it out every once in a while. I'm sure you I do. You. Agitator. I got, I got there on my Twitter. Uh, in fact, this week, I better put that up on my, uh, I, I think I better put that the up The golfer holders thing. already hate you enough. Yeah, they, they pretty much ignore me now. I'm, that's good. That's okay. But when the, uh, when the not that greatly anticipated book comes out, Next summer, I'm going to offer them a $3 discount. $3 off? <laughs> yeah, $3 Holy off. Cow, I might join Gopher Hole. Gopher Hole guys. Joe, Gopher Hole guys. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to wow. offer them a, I'm going to, I'm going to offer them a, 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 a discount. So, How bad is Indiana football again? Woo! And they gave this guy. They, They're they awful. Were, they were talking about, this guy's a lunatic, by the way. Oh, I know he's he is. We talked about it last year. He's crazier than Fleck. Oh, way crazy! Yeah. Oh, he's it's yeah, all, and it's all cheerleading, and they they sucked in, they got sucked into it. This guy is yeah, but I mean they are awful. Oh, oh God, yes, they're Indiana. They're yeah. back. They lost their quarterback. That quarterback, Penix or whatever his name was. Yeah, he yeah. should have been the player. He should have won the Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> when you see what he was, and he got off to a not a great start this year. No, but they he are got just banged up. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah, they should. Uh, they yeah, Purdue can't lose to them. There's no chance. no. And so if if we get a Purdue win, a Gophers win, we'll see. And Nebraska beats Iowa on Friday. Gophers, the Gophers, Gophers win. Gophers the go Big to Ten West. Bring on the Buckeyes or the Wolverines. But oh, it's going to be the Buckeyes, and oh, they are they are back. Have you seen them? Yeah. How about? Ooh. Well, Stroud was. <laughs> 32 for 35 Michigan. for 425, maybe more than that, 400 and some yards and six touchdowns, and they took him out. They had a quarter to go. Ohio State. They, they Michigan State just gave this guy a 10-year contract. No, I know. Mel and they Tucker. get beat 49. Did you see that contract? And be, yeah, $9 million. Yeah, I think he's the second highest paid college football coach what, out there. What is the, What are they doing? I have no idea. It's worse than signing Randy Dobnik. <laughs> you know, hey, Randy the... brought bought his parents a house, okay? I mean, yeah, we all should right. feel good. Coming up on yeah. Valley Sports North, but, here's the but house. But you give this guy a kind. Now, he's proven he'll leave because he he did it. He left Colorado uh-huh. after, what, one year, right? Yeah, yes. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you give him a 10-year contract for that kind of ungodly money. And they basically have done it with transfers. He got, like, they hit the transfer portal huge. Yeah, I wouldn't have given them that contract. Why? If, What's the hurry? It's, well, because they're afraid. It's L- home. It's home. But we're, but wasn't the uh, rumor that um, LSU, LSU was going to pursue them? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, how about Dan Mullen? <laughs> Good God. Last year, fights Alabama down to the wire. Gets an extension. Gets an extension. This year, they were rated what? They were about fourth at one time, right? And they went in the tank, and they fired him 12. He only gets 12, which doesn't set the record for the the SEC because the guy at Texas A&M got 17, and then his other coaches got seven or eight. So here's my question. Where does it? It's one year. But what about Sark? Texas is... Awful. Oh, Sark well, can't got, coach. They got beat again. There's I don't five and to six. Kansas two weeks ago. Yes, fifty-seven to fifty-six. Yeah. So what are they really going to ride this out? Because he's getting paid a boatload too. Yes. And whose idea was it? Now I've talked to people down there. Tim Herman, the guy they fired. Tom Herman. Tom, Tom Herman. Herman, bad guy. Just as a guy, bad guy. Okay. okay. You know. Okay. Bad guy. Yep, but uh, but it's Texas. Who cares? <laughs> you know. But they yeah cost him twenty four million to hire. But then they got Sark right away. Whose idea was that? Who know. had a connection to Sark? I don't know. They're uh, agents. They, I don't know. They got beat again. They when they lost five in a row. I think it was the first time since nineteen fifty six, and now it's six in a row. Yes, it was the first time. Yep, because yeah. we talked about the last week. That's it. How screwed up is that league? Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play this week, right? The uh, is it this week? The, I think the, so. The, what do they call? Yeah, it? I the, think whatever so. it is. And then they then they're going to turn around and play again the next week in the championship game by all likelihood. 
because they play. They just have one versus two. Mm-hmm. Is how they play their championship game. So you uh, bedlam ball, the bedlam, okay. the bedlam game, and then they're going to have another bedlam game and the next week. Texas is going to the SEC, right? Yes, where they'll Texas get their where, where they'll get their ass kicked by good teams. Still, oh, it'll be worse. Worse, worse yeah. Be I mean, you lost the, to Kansas. My God, what's uh, they'll be in the West? What's Alabama going to do to you? I wonder. I wonder how they're going to reconfigure that. Uh, poor Missouri. If Missouri. If they go completely, Missouri's in the East now, but they're going to rejigger things. But what if Missouri, poor old Mizzou, ends up in there with Texas, Texas A&M, LSU, uh, uh, Arkansas, and uh, and and then the and then Alabama and Auburn? They're gonna they're gonna they they'll go years without winning a game. Yeah. I think it might be a life goal. If if I was a young coach, I think it might be a goal to to become a college head coach and get myself fired. Fired, yes. Because it's the most, it's the greatest transition to retirement, basically. And they tell us how they have to drop sports because of finances, yeah, right, but, but, but they're I'm, willing to come up with $24 million to fire again. Nobody rips off taxpayers like fired college football coaches. Yeah, you know, well, state university it comes out of yeah. It is. Well, I don't where it comes out of. I don't care. But, but we, Dan you know, Mullen, we build the we build the facility for him and stuff like that. Yeah, Dan Mullen is getting twelve million dollars. He's what in in his fifties, probably. <laughs> yes, right. Forties. Yeah, well, he was at Mississippi State, right? Yeah, Mississippi State. Yeah, but I mean, he they could hire him away. He could be in a position to seriously not work another day in his life. You know who could be moving on by being bad. You know who could be moving on if somebody's got the right money? Who's that? Our guy Lane. Oh, oh God. Oh, he's wants, moving on. Somebody who's watching oh, Lane. Oh, he's moving on. I mean, Old Miss is fine, but you can only do so much at Old Miss. He's, uh, you know, somebody will come with bigger money and he'll be gone. Dan Mullen's 49. Is that right? He looks Happy about, 50th with 12 million. Yeah, but he looks 60. Yeah, he I know. looks 60. Yeah, because coaches look terrible. Yeah, Lane's going to move on. Lane is, uh, that guy's as big a mercenary as they come. Mm-hmm. He's also crazy. So, how do you expect the ghosts to show up Saturday? I know they'll be fired up, but are they going to play their A game or not? I don't you got to no. I think you got to f- like their chances a little better though, because this great Wisconsin defense just gave up twenty eight. The was this, this Wisconsin team's not that good. No, they're very good defensively. Had been they got that yeah. Chanel, the kid from Grantsburg, Wisconsin, who might be the national defensive player of the year. But like uh, you said, that nineteen Wisconsin team. Was a far more yeah well far the more offensive, offensive team. line was a bunch of seniors who yeah kicked, kicked the hell out I don't of like their I chances don't like, I don't like the quarterback though I think they I think they got a forty percent chance to win the Gophers yeah yeah I don't know I P, don't know PJ struggles in big games the the quarterback's just not that good Tanner's not very good he's better now that the Vaughn Bell's playing though because he knows who to throw to and yeah. then how about they how about discovering the tight end. Wow, that kid yeah, is incredible. Yeah. Incredible offensively when you discover players. He's been there all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't love their chances. No, but they, uh, you know, if they win the West, they'll get a much better bowl game, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. They won't get a, you know, they won't get one of the big six, but they'll get, they might be back in the old Citrus Bowl or whatever we call that damn thing now. Yeah, if they win the West, yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd, they, what'd they beat Auburn in? Was that the Outback? Outback ball? in Tampa. So the Outback, the Citrus is uh, one peg higher, right? I think on the, because they pay a little more money. Okay. The one in the one in I lose track of Well, you got the big, what? the big tent basically has a pecking order. Yes. Of what bowl game. Yes, because the pinstripe is like five or six and that's what, yeah. That's the, the one that we ordinarily talk about, the Gophers. We've never been to the to, pinstripe. Never been to it. Let's go to the pinstripe. Yankee Stadium would be fun, yeah, actually. Yeah, be good. Yeah. What the hell? Holidays, New York. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Well, go for fans. If you're going to go to the Pinstripe Bowl, as a guy who was contemplating a trip to New York next week, I recommend that you get a hold of Steve Urban and get on the uh, oh, little expensive get on right the, now. Get on the charter and take whatever hotel you could get. Because if you want to stay downtown, uh-oh, uh, it's about four bills for a courtyard. 
You serious? Oh, it's unbelievable. What's going on there? I don't know, but... Uh, Post-COVID? We wanted to join some friends there, but honest to God, it's... It, if I if we went for five days, it would cost six seven thousand bucks. By oh the my time God. You, by the time you flew in, what, what's paid the plane for your hotel? What's I, the I didn't. I saw the hotels. I couldn't find anything that Just wasn't. On. Wasn't I? I couldn't find anything that wow. wasn't insane. The east side where we usually stay, four fifty or something like that. Yeah. None, they're trying to make up all they lost from tourism yeah, and during apparently COVID. they're succeeding because uh incredible we were there once for thanksgiving it's great we watched the parade from like two blocks away but just saw all the goofy people mm-hmm. and then uh and then you you go into the you go into the stores a lot of the stores are open having their sales right right then after the parade but mm-hmm. you got oh it's great this time of you year. got fifty thousand people downtown mm-hmm that's where I pulled a sneaky one on the wife, though. Uh, the uh, night after Thanksgiving, the Metropolitan a- Opera, or the Metropolitan whatever the hell it is, has starts the Nutcracker Suite, you know, the Nutcracker Ballet. And uh, it's not opera, it's ballet. So <laughs> I called my ticket guy. I said, how much for a ticket? Because we didn't have them, and we didn't know for sure we were going, and it was like three bills, Oof. you know. And I, he says, I can get you two right in the front. And I said, why don't you give me one right in the front? And then then I told yeah, he only had one. Ah. <laughs> he only had one. So she gets in there, and there's an empty seat next to her, and she says, you liar. <laughs> hey, you're, I'm surprised you brought the one. That was nice. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, she was. I mean, that's you're in New York already, but uh, I, I just couldn't see paying 300 for myself yeah. to watch a ballet. Yeah, I'm with you I on that. I don't. I, not, you know what? I think <laughs> what you did was very nice. Yes, Husband of the year stuff. Yes, I walked around town. And, oh, there's uh, a plenty okay, to do. Yeah, I walked in. Even though I don't drink, walked in and a couple of old bars, famous bars, and looked at the locals and stuff like that. Man, the hotels being that much is oh, remarkable. Ridiculous. ridiculous. Now, you know, it can't get better until after Christmas, that's for sure. Right. I wouldn't think. So, anyway. What uh, what is our view of the surging, much improved Timberwolves? They look pretty damn good. Who's competitive now? I like like I, I think they might lose to Golden State, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the Bulls, maybe. But I mean, yeah. Beyond that, it's going to be a series of twenty five point victories at the rate they're going. I do like the lineup that he's starting. Vanderbilt. They got the three guys that want to shoot, right? Yes. And so. You gotta have a couple of guys who aren't shooters, right? Vanderbilt is a hard work. You know, he gets eight rebounds a game, and uh, you know, and Beverly really is a defender. First one they've had, God knows how long. Yes, he, I mean, great hands. Yep, and, I really and, like him and does stuff. And then that way, McDaniel's can come in and get a few shots when he comes off the bench. And, mm-hmm. and I like fouls. I like Nasrita. I like Nasrita a lot as a uh, as a backup center and. You know, they they're pretty good, and it's, uh, all of it depends on Russell. Though. I mean, if Russell's gives you a good game and doesn't feel the need to shoot fourteen threes yes. and make three, you're you know he's he's been pretty good lately. If that's going to be him, fine. Yes. But uh, and if you know, Ant plays guy, like he's playing too, yeah. Although he'll he'll throw up that crazy three. He uh, will. Very interesting quote from uh, Finchie. I thought. When they were after his great game, Edwards' mm-hmm. great game, he finished pretty good on the quotes. But I, I read the quotes that, uh, yeah, he's uh, or maybe it was an advance for that game. But uh, you know, he's really good. One out of three. Yep. We got to get him really good. Two out of three, and then you, then you're a good player. But he was, you can tell he's an NBA realist because he says, you know, the really great players are good. Two out of three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they still, you know, and then Steph and those guys are good. Three out of four, but he's a he's a realist about the NBA. But that was you can see him trying to keep Edwards' head from getting 
super large, right? Yes. Oh, I don't think he's going to be a competitor. I I think he's a character. I don't think he's a raving egomaniac like Cat no. and some of the other guys. No, no. He he gets it far, far more than Cat does. Yeah. yeah. Well, does. I think he's... I think he's... I think he enjoys victory when he's not the main guy. You know, I think he's fine with that, too. But who knows? I, I you know, you, all I know is from listening to a few interviews and and anything. He's got the but, great quotes, though. Oh, God. You were right. Great. I yeah, love the, the quotes. <laughs> the quotes are magnificent. And it is somehow, it somehow works better with this form of English that he's speaking, which, you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, Mrs. Liverman at at, uh, at Fulda High School would give him a lot of D minuses, mm-hmm. but but that's fine. It's, He'd take him smiling, though. Yeah. That's the best part about yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. He's got, that, he's got that air that I like. I got a hunch that when he was a student and even before they all knew he was a great basketball player, he could schmooze him into a Yes. A higher grade, you know, I think they just, because he's a character, they gave him a good grade. But uh, he's, uh, personality-wise, he's he's moving up on the list of interesting characters in town, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, Cat Cat gives these long press conferences, but mm-hmm. I never know how much of what he says to take as real. Yeah. Ant, I think, is telling you the truth. Yeah. But they needed this. Surge not only for, you know, for their own, you know, image and drawing some people. They had a nice crowd. Uh, they announced 17. Did they have that many? I don't know. Probably 15. Which night? The last home game. I wasn't there, yeah. But know. 15. But, you know, they'll fill it Wednesday because that's the night before Thanksgiving. Is mm-hmm. that's If you can't sell tickets that night, you don't you can't sell them at all. But, uh but cat, we you know, if they start playing well, we don't have to go through the mid-season cat wants out, right? Right. Because that was one hundred percent predictable that that was going to happen if they kept losing. Right. No. No. And Finch, you know what? I like Finch. Yeah, I do too. I think he I gets think he's it. He's just a pro cat coach. Yeah. He's not. You know, he's a rookie head coach, but he's not overwhelmed by it at all. And yep. I he, think he knows that. Hey. We can get better here. We can do okay, and then two years from now, I'm gonna get the better we get. I'm gonna get fired anyway. He knows right. that, you know. He he's got he's got curmudgeon to him, but he's not a curmudgeon. If that makes sense, like he's got enough. No, no, no. He's, he's not, got man. enough, though. You know, he's not Pollyanna. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get excited about things. No, we know nothing about him, do we? As far as he's been a long time assistant. Is there a Mrs. Finch? Is there a fad? Do we know anything about you him? No, that's a good question. I have no idea. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think we know. I don't think he's there just is. kind of this mysterious guy showed up, and and uh, you know he's got a he's lot, a lot of friends in the game. Yeah, you know, and he's considered a. So he coached guru. in he coached in Europe for quite a while. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he did. And then he coached the G League team for the Rockets and got to know Gerson there. Mm-hmm. But I. But that's the thing too. These basketball coaches are lifers. Like oh, yeah, they are, and they, you know they, and it's like they don't take getting fired personally. No, did you see who? Right. Did you see who's the interim to replace Luke Walton? No, Alvin Gentry. No, <laughs> Alvin Gentry. Oh, welcome back. Alvin's had fourteen jobs, about twelve You're times right. as head coach. Alvin, yeah, Alvin looked around. He probably had eight offers to be an assistant. He said. Who's the best guy that got a chance <laughs> to get fired? <laughs> you know, Luke isn't that likable. Yeah. Well, I think I'll go yeah, to Yeah, Luke's going to get fired. Yeah, no. He's and, young and dumb and enough. And if the Kings play better, yeah. Alvin will be the coach again. He'll have another team. You are he, right, though. Yeah. Like, they, they don't. Yeah. They don't take it That's personally. a sport where you just get fired yeah, and yeah, you're like, right. and then you'll go latch on to another staff yes, eventually. Yes, yeah. You'll always, always somebody will always have a, that's what makes uh, Popovich just so amazing. Here's a guy who he came in, he'd been the GM, he made himself the coach, yep. and the idea that it was going to be interim. And, you know, he kind of shrugs off the importance of games. And I mean, he's he's this guy, like, it doesn't seem, you know, he's this deep thinker who goes out to dinners and bottles hundreds of dollars of wine. He's this wine connoisseur. But he won't quit. 
He and how is he doing 70, this now? He's 72 how, now. How can he watch this team? Yeah. I recognize almost no names no. on that team. No. I looked, looked at the box score when, when they, they played here. I Seriously, their starters, I think I knew one name. I got news for him, though. If he thinks he can be really rotten and win the lottery again and get a difference, God already gave him. Yeah. Tim Duncan already gave him a lousy year. Just in time to get Tim Duncan yes. to go with David Robinson. He ain't doing that again. You're not going to be that lucky well, again. And like you said, he's what, 72 now? 72, yeah. yeah. And isn't he going to be the Olympic coach? Or, yes. Yeah. He's, yeah, he you know, replaced who's the your, last, guy, your guy, now, Coach K. Did Coach K coach the I think last Coach Olympics? K has done, yes. He's, he done, and he's okay. done now, and I think Pop is the guy. Pop, so he's going to be a 75-year-old Olympic coach, huh? And you want that headache? Yeah. With all those well, guys, now, I mean, it's a hell of a trouble team, is to try to get them to play now. You know, the whole idea that it was a. I mean, I don't blame them. Most I, of the if you're Steph Curry, if you're Steph Curry, vineyard and get drunk. If you're Steph Curry, and you play, you know, thirty eight minutes, eighty times, and then have thirty playoff games. Now you want to go to the. Oh, I would, you know, yeah, no. do do two weeks of pre-trial no. and then go to the Olympics. How the hell can you off-season basketball? To me, I don't get. No, that, why it's they like play? these soccer. Why don't they go these to these guys to leave you know, their team to fly to go f- to Europe? Yeah. yeah, I heard. Now, I heard, I ran into a Marnie doing a long sit down with Patrick Beverly, and it looked like it was probably done on media day, and they had her had him at a desk, and and she was there. And it was pretty damn good. He was good. And because uh, usually I turn those things off in 30 seconds. But he says, well, I like to go to Europe and I'm into fashion and stuff like that. You yeah. know? And he's it's wearing, like Butler is. He, he wears all these clothes. That's what, that, yeah. Uh, you know, and they go to Europe. That's what I do. I'd go to But Europe. he's not going to play basketball. <clears throat> oh, hell no. No, that, yeah, that's he, fine. He's going to Monaco to go down and observe what's happening on the beach. But that's awesome. Good <laughs> yeah, for him. Right. He should. That's right. He's that's rich right. enough to. That was uh, to me the the greatest thing about the dream team. They got they got these guys, and they had to bribe the hell out of them, right, to put together the greatest team that God has ever assembled, right, mm-hmm. in any sport. Honest to God, this is true. Never happened to me. I think maybe pucks home run or something. When I when they went on the floor for the first time in Portland, the hair stood up on my arms. When I saw that, you know, Magic Bird, yeah. you know, Jordan, the whole crew. And, but when they went to Europe for their final tune up, mm-hmm. you know where they went? Monaco. I, see, I saw the documentary <laughs> yeah. like six Monaco months ago. They were in Monaco for 10 days. Yeah. They were in Monaco gambling and hitting the beach and no bribery there. Party, partying, but they'd go over for an hour practice every day. And, and Chuck Daly, right? Yeah. Chuck Daly sure. was the perfect coach. I'm sure Chuck he, was out there gambling yes, with them. Yes, Chuck was a Chuck was a beauty with his Chuck had nicer suits than they did. Oh Chuck, god, Chuck in his suits. Yes. Yeah, but it was uh Yeah, that was that was one, one of the fun things of my life being uh not not in Monaco with him, but being in San Diego with him for a week and then going to Portland and you know, the NBA is, used to be so good PR wise. It was incredible. They had they, they had Brian McIntyre and they they convinced these guys to, hey, you know, schmooze them up, boys. Mm-hmm. That's fellas, that's why you're making all that money. They had the they had the thing on Friday before All Star Games. They all show up. They'd all show up yeah, and be down in this. Hate that stuff. They all be showed but it was not go over and talk to this guy. They were in there having a drink and all these old NBA writers, which is really a cult, you know, Jasner from Philly and guys like this who've been covering the NBA for as this secret for 30 years, they just over there, be, it was just BSing with them. Charles came in. Let's go over and talk to Charles. And Charles. Barkley must have been so good. Oh, God, he was great because he got married on Thursday. <laughs> got married on Thursday. Showed up for his honeymoon at the All-Star game and on Sunday. That's I, I can tell it now. I, I probably told it before. Jasner, he said, do you see my wife out there? He said, uh, yeah, she's still, she's out there waiting for you. He says, she said she was leaving at halftime and going back home. 
I wanted to go to the strip club tonight. <laughs> this is like he's telling, he's telling the whole, you know, the media's all around. I wanted to damn her. I wanted to. He's already mad at his new wife because she, she's still there, so he can't go to the strip club Sunday night. <laughs> it's, oh, God, that old NBA was great, man. Those guys were just character because it was a club. You know? Mm-hmm. Was a club. Well, the popularity at the time, while it was growing, was yeah. nothing like the sport is oh, today. No. Oh no, no, it wasn't. But it was. Uh, but there was. It it was guys who covered the NBA. It was like, it was like hockey guys. Right. You couldn't get them off the beat. Right. They just. Well, know, and the sport was like that. Yeah. Right. right? It was. I mean. She, I mean. You know, some guy, some beat writer for Toronto would. Show up in the lot. Everybody in the league knew him. You know, they knew players on both teams, first name basis. The whole, the whole thing, and then same thing in the NBA. It was just this clicky club. Mm-hmm. Wicker always told Wicker covered him for a couple of years, the Seventy Sixers. And Tony and that guy, he always tell the story about they were out in Portland on December twenty third or twenty second, and if they didn't catch the red eye from Portland to Philly. They weren't going to get home for Christmas because every plane was back, packed. And Earl Strom was the ref. And when he was during the timeout, they said, "Earl, we gotta, we gotta, you gotta, we got a red eye to catch, Earl. We can't have overtime today." And he says, "Don't worry, fellas, I'm on the same plane." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "The last four minutes." The team that was ahead, every foul was called on the losing team <laughs> to get the damn game over with. None of this, you know, Earl was going to make the same. Well, they had, they only had the ref, they had like two man officiating crews. Yeah. And I bet they didn't have 20 refs. Well, the teams flew commercial. Yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of, yeah. Most a lot of, of teams flew most commercial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big thing when the Lakers started flying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Team planes were not the norm. No. Well, you know, my twins baseball years, they they had maybe twenty percent charters. That's for a baseball team. Yeah, you know, that's when they had the. Uh, it was about seventy six or seven that they came up with the rule that they had to have an empty seat. If they couldn't get them in first class, they had to be an empty seat. Well, the airplanes had put somebody in those in the, those poor people, and they, you know, the, the the ten minutes of boarding was always. Trying to throw guys out of the in the middle seat, you know, and because the, the plane had sold them the the people out at the gate, they just ah here's an empty seat because right. they had those empty seats right. would sell the and seat. You would go to the gate and buy and a some, seat. Some dork, you know, some guy would be sitting there like this, and all of a sudden, two twins players would come in and say, "Get this guy out of this seat," you know. <laughs> they'd take him off the plane, or they, you know, it was a, uh, and then sometimes you'd get the get the pilot that had come out and say, they're not, we're not doing that. We got to get, we got to leave. So then they'd have this. So then this guy would be in the empty middle seat between them, getting these hateful glares from the players, you know? So yeah, it was, oh, but yeah, I was, you know, the writers, we were flying with them too. And we'd have all, you know, we, we didn't, we all sat, we didn't have the empty seat rule, but, uh, right. But then no, they, I'm sure you didn't No, So, but, when we flew with the twins on their rare charters and everything, the reason they we stopped flying with them in addition to getting stuff written, but this was also when you could catch a flight out of Kansas City at midnight, you know, mm-hmm. Braniff and stuff. Everybody had red eyes. And, uh, but the main reason is financial because the twins always charged the newspapers uh, first, clear, first class airfare. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, the for the accommodations they gave it, which was great for us, but we didn't fly first class. We were usually in the back. In the, I was going to say, you were probably way in the back. they just charged, they charged, they'd, when they send the newspaper a bill, it'd be 400 instead of 200. You know? Right. And so somebody noticed that. I'm surprised said, the papers cared back then. Well, they didn't care greatly, but they started like in the late seventies, they started to care. So now, but yeah, you, back in the day it was. Now, if it's not 80 uh, bucks, they get ticked off. I'll tell you though. The uh, the Star Tribune and my coworkers have no idea how lucky we are. Did you see S- Saturday? Eight twelve pages, not an ad. Twelve full pages. 
everything. They covered everything. And Rachel's in Omaha covering the curling. Yep. I saw to see that. if Schuster it. makes it. Sunday, 18 pages. Yep. Oh, it's I incredible. Mean, it is. The, well, the I mean, space they're still look giving Look at the Pioneer. Us, the space they're still giving us is incredible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Pioneer... I, the Pioneer is more like the rest of the papers in the country. Yeah. You know, they're trying to and they've got put the out same guys squeezing it in the space. Jace and Greeter are covering <laughs> each, each everything. Got, each got six beats. Poor Jace will be at a high school football game on Friday. The Wolves on Saturday. Something else. And Greeter's got soc- uh, soccer, go for football, <laughs> go for men's basketball. It's unbelievable. Enterprise. Jace. Uh, Texts me and tweets me once in a while to agitate me. And, uh, he's a good, great he's a kid. Great guy. And I said, yeah. why aren't you working? I don't know. Where do you get all this free time? But I mean, that poor, that poor guy is <laughs> yeah. freezing his ass off yes. at, you know, a Stillwater football game. Yes. Yeah, he covers the high school. And the next thing he's doing is asking uh, uh, Finchie what, Finchy, you know, Finchy about Ant. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I have a lot of respect for that. Oh, yeah. And I mean, Shipley is like, I think he's now like, Putting out the paper two days a week, and he's still writing. Yeah, anytime columns. they need something, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. But you're right; the Star Tribune is not the norm. Oh God, no, no, it's not. It's uh, well, you got what three people on the Vikings? Yeah, three people, three, three on the Vikings, on the Vikings, two on the Twins. Yeah, so two on the Twins. Mm-hmm. I hear that's the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you help yeah, out the Twins then, too, huh? In, what? In, but you're I, not going the way, to, the, the place is gone now. In, in the fort. fort. I might not even go. Really? It just doesn't, just that, you know, you don't get access. What was the whole plan to spend more time in Florida yeah. to get out of this no, godforsaken no, I weather? I know, but it was to now you're also, also hunker I, down here. Also, I could pound spring training and do, well, there's, you know, the, the clubhouse is, not open. Yeah, what's maybe. access for a 2020? Well, I, you know, I, 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 I should I, say once the lockout is over, what's access? No idea. But it's not going to be. We're never going to be back. We're never going to be able to wander into the covering sports. At, is we're never going to be able to wander into the clubhouse at 7:45 in the spring uh, and just wait for somebody. You know, and, you know, the pandemic has made getting any are, knowledge. And you know what? I think they started it, Pat. In retrospect, I think COVID was started by an organization of sports. In retrospect, the major league sports teams and the college major college teams they are they're delighted in the pandemic. The pandemic's the greatest thing that ever happened to well, us. Aside from ticket sales, absolutely. Zoom. Zoom I oh, mean, they had a bad year. Yes, yeah. they had a bad year. Oh, as far as but Zoom, you know damn well. Like with the Twins, if you're on the road with them, getaway day. They're gonna make. They're gonna zoom. Rocco's gonna be on Zoom. Rocco's not. They can do whatever they want. Yes. Yeah, they could. It's. I mean, now they're gonna make. And the. I think we got a generations here of sports writers who don't mind it. Well, it certainly cuts the workday down. But you can't find out anything. You can't find out anything, and you can't. They control everything. The worst part is you can't. If you get some guy on the phone for twelve minutes by yourself, that's. Well, like, great. Right. But I mean, how often are you then going to get information because it's on the phone? Yeah. Well, that's but, I mean, true. You no, but what I'm saying is that's the best like, you can do. Mitch Garver. I was trying to get Mitch Garver all spring. And I, you know, he, we couldn't get in the clubhouse, you know, the blah, blah. You couldn't get him. I was driving back to the condo. He called me. Thank God. Good guy. I pulled off into the grass. On the cell phone, scratching out notes on because I wasn't going to say, "Can you call me back in fifty minutes?" Yeah, you, you want no, to hear from no. Him. So I'm scratching yeah. out notes in the grass, people honking that I'm pulled off the oh, side of the road, old outside, guy outside, of the, outside of the outside of the ballpark, and I'm going like this, right? And, and and that's that's you know, in more former days, you'd go down there at seven forty-five oh, yeah. in the morning and talk to him for twenty. It's minutes. like I contend that there's no question. That the Vikings' offensive changes. There's more. There's a story. More took place, but you can't get it. People to ask no, them about it. No, is is the locker room open? No, no, no. It's all stand up interview. Yes, they come out. It, it's like college. So they'll come out to a table and they talk. That's it. Rogers, because he's mad 
and he doesn't want to wear a mask, pulled the plug on in-person stuff, and will only do Zooms now. Yeah. Well, I don't blame him. Because he said, I don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. And plus, he's mad at the media. Yeah. Well, he got hell. But he got, well, he broke, he violated yeah, so rules said, by yes. not wearing a mask. When he, well, does Cousins doesn't wear a mask? He does now. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, he was supposed to so, be. So he when, he does his, when he does his interview, he wears a mask? Yesterday, he was wearing it. Really? Yes. But he's not doing He's not doing Zoom. He's coming out, you know, after oh, okay. a game, which, but, but which Rogers out, could do. When he comes out, is he wearing a mask? Yes. He, now he is. He wasn't previously. Okay. Before the Rodgers thing, he was not wearing a mask. Now he comes out and he's wearing a mask. Dalvin is too. So if you're not yeah, vaxxed, That's you're why I couldn't to. figure out what people were ripping. There's reasons to rip Rodgers, but I couldn't figure out why people were ripping him well, I think for not were, wearing a mask in his interviews because nobody was. Thielen's right. not wearing a mask. The league was supposed interview. to enforce it and didn't. Oh, okay. So it's more of a league thing. But, but I just think that... This Viking story about what's changed yes. would be a great story because yeah. things happen. Like, like this is yeah. never just, oh, my God, let's throw more. Yeah. Right. Uh, but no. you can't get it anyone to find out. And I'm not saying it's earth-shattering. I'm saying it's interesting. Yes, it It'd is. It'd be a great Sunday story about what changed here. Yeah, who who got to who? who got to whom? Did Zim say? What did Mike decide? Zim say, okay, that's enough of this. We got right. You know, we got. Did uh, somebody above Mike say, Mikey, we got to throw more? You know. You know, well, yeah. And I mean, it's you, not. You start the season. When you start the season and you look at the team's assets, their number one asset was Jefferson and Thielen. <laughs> you know, right? Wide receivers is your number one assets. And, uh, you know, Thielen, the feisty little SOB that he is, was was sharp enough to rip him a little bit for yep. Jefferson's too nice of a kid. He doesn't say anything. But, but he, somebody, yeah, obviously somebody said, you know, but that's the type of thing in a locker room you can say, hey, what do you know what happened here? And you can get information on you it. Can't that's be all a, gone. You can't be afraid of your forty million dollar quarterback. But correct. If think of what the reaction would be if the interception if the savage hadn't dropped the interception. I mean it would be, Oh, you can't win with him, blah, blah, blah. They're dead. You know what? If they lose yesterday, they still weren't dead. That's the well, been, that's this league. I've been saying the whole time. It's getting late, late. Yeah. It's getting with uh, with seven teams in the playoffs and uh, extra game on the schedule. This season, There's no urgency is a tribute to Sid Hartman. Crazy league season. Crazy league. This league. This season is proving everything that Sid always said. How about Buffalo? I know they were going to go to the Super well, Bowl. Well, like you said, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas Buffalo. looks unbeatable. Kansas City looks like crap. Mm. Yes, Buffalo. They get beat by Jacksonville, get six points. Yep. Then they come back and stop, what, the 45, Jets. stop the Jets. Yep. Then they get beat again yesterday. Bad. I know. Who was it? Somebody pounded them, just pounded them. Who pounded them? Beat them bad. Who did beat them? Yeah, somebody that shouldn't beat them. Is... Oh, the Colts. Right? Yeah, the Colts. And, oh, yeah. And Houston. Colts, Colts, Colts rush. For 240 yards against the number one. Jonathan Taylor's pretty good. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. But five um, Houston beats the Titans. Yes. How do you figure? Yeah. Huh? yeah. How do you yeah. figure? Yeah, that's right. Who's playing quarterback for them? I mean, Tyrod is back, right? Has a Tyrod. I've lost I track. Who's playing quarterback for What Houston. are they going to do with Deshaun Watson? Are they just not paying him? No, they are paying him not to play. They're paying him not to play. As far play. as I know, they're paying him not to play. And they're going to try and trade him eventually. But they can't trade him now because of all the pending... Mm-hmm. Legal situation. Yes. Yeah, he's litigation. Yes, is he is he criminally no not yet civil. right? It's all civil. So this lawyer wants him to give him twenty five million or something yeah. for the whole. It's all class action, right? Yeah, that I don't know, but uh, it, it might be by this point. But yeah, so he's but they're gonna they were gonna try and trade him before the deadline, but you're not gonna get fair value for him until the whole the whole uh, civil case is done. So I guess they're just going to wait now. It's a weird story. The, uh, the, with the public, at least the D the uh, Dalvin thing uh, kind of uh, disappeared, but uh, that's still out there. That's still out there. But again, it's not a criminal case. No, it's and not. So the league won't touch it. No, unless he settles, right? Yeah. Then, then they, they, po- po- then they possibly could, but I don't think he's going to. No. But uh, I think it's no. He's got another one of those uh, back from back in the day, right? That uh, yeah, in college that, that was. Uh, That's that, why dropped that one went away. That one he was. he was a first round pick before yeah. that. 
Yeah. So. Well, all righty. It right. was a, a glorious weekend, and it could be even more glorious when we meet next Monday. We could be headed to the Big Ten title game. How about that? Bring on the Buckeyes. A, a team that lost to Bowling Green, 2-8, and eight, could be headed to the uh, the uh, Big Big Ten. Boy, the Big Ten West is a yeah, nice it, division it, to be in. I, I'd it's a good rather, year to be in it. Huh? It's a good year to be in it. Yes, it is. It's always a good year to be in it, but really a good year this year. You can have slip-ups, and you can still uh, you still play for the title. All right. I think, you know what else we'll find out? There won't be that many Badger fans. I don't think they're that fired up for this team. I don't think this team's that good. So Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it again. Sounds good. Someday. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Hi, this is Daniel Rue of the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluky. They're playing well so far. And so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if the CEO can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts.